This is Radio Stockdale. Welcome to Radio Stockdale. I'm your host, Michael Sears, at the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership. The Leadership Education and Development Division prepares young officers for combat and operational leader roles through a four-year immersion program of leadership and ethics at the Naval Academy. I'm joined by the director of that division, Captain Jason Rimmer, United States Navy. Captain Rimmer is a 1995 graduate of the Naval Academy, and over his career, he's had increasing levels of command responsibility, both afloat and ashore. Welcome, Captain Rimmer, to Radio Stockdale. Hey, it's good to be back with you, Michael, and uh, take part of this podcast series and represent Lead Division. It's great to have you a part of them. And I want to talk about the Lead Division a little bit. And the thing I know about you and your team is every midshipman every year touches some class or instruction or educational opportunity inside of your division, right? That's right. We, um, we're housed in Loose Hall, and Loose Hall is, uh, can be thought of as being split into two halves, and one half being uh, seamanship and navigation, and the other half being uh, mostly uh, leadership, education, and law, or ethics and law, rather. Every midshipman passes through here, and we'll get 10 credits in uh, leadership, ethics, and, and law. And what's neat about the way we instruct is we have a, a large cadre of of civilian and military PhDs, but we also use a number of rotational officers officers here on the yard that will either team teach or teach outright and bring in fleet experience into the curriculum. So when I see a midshipman graduate, they get two pieces of paper. One is a Bachelor of Sciences, yada, yada, yada. The other one is a commission. And the way I've always seen that is you and your team and the commandant and his team actually take these young people through this four-year process so they get a degree in leadership and ethics. That's right. And if you look at the way we organize, uh, our efforts here in the classroom uh, complement and marry up with everything that we try to do in terms of uh, character development. And so in the, the total portfolio for LEAD, that includes the honor program, uh, honor remediation where, where appropriate, uh, and character development, which really begins in plebe summer in a very focused way as we get them ready for their more formal classwork in the year. So Jason, as we talk about what you and your team do in the lead division, one of the things that really strikes me is that while we have several other divisions, academic divisions uh, within the broader Naval Academy yard, one of the things about your division is you're pretty closely tied to the commandant, what he does within Bancroft Hall. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? You bet. So, if uh, if if somebody was to see my my signature block, my email, they would notice that uh, you know it says director of of uh, lead division, but also says uh, deputy commandant for uh, uh, leadership and character development. And um, that what that reflects is that yes, because we are an academic. Uh, an academic division, we support the provost mission of the overall education, right? So every midshipman is going to get a minimum of 137 credits. Ten of them come out of uh, come out of lead division. 
over in, in Bancroft Hall, you know, you've got um, 30 companies of midshipmen, the brigades broken down into uh, 30 companies. And so you've got company officers and senior enlisted leaders and then the, the, the six battalion officers they work for all supporting the commandant's mission, which also falls under, if you look at the mission statement, there's the moral, mental and physical. He owns pieces of all that, but he, he really owns the, the moral and physical. And so what we, what we have been trying to do and um, uh, Colonel McDonough is, is really intent on, on even strengthening even more so the connection between his mission and the mission here in LEAD and then with my counterpart, uh, Captain Johns and ProDev, so that there's a synchronization of, of effort or we put it in Marine Corps terms you know, or joint terms, supporting fires. So how do we, you know, how do we get after with a little bit of a little bit more intentionality uh, supporting across these so that if you can imagine you know, a Mark One Mod Zero midshipman, you know, whatever your average midshipman is, and I mean that a good way, by the way, um, that kind of no matter where they turn, they see an effort that has some synchronization. Now, I'll grant that if my job was to go in and teach, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, calculus, then I've got to spend, you know, probably 99% of my time on calculus. But if there's a means by which I can also support um, our leadership character and, and honor uh, integrity and all those other parts of the mission of the, the moral and, and leadership side of it, how can we do that? What resources are needed? And how do we coordinate that so that we are, we as staff and faculty um, are synchronized in our, in our effort? Your team has an academic agenda, that being the teaching of leadership, character, and law. At least with the first two elements, that suggests that leadership and character can be taught. Well, you know, that's a, that's a great question because uh, I think there's a number of people that would think that maybe leadership and character are already in place by the time someone arrives in a uh, collegiate setting or in the Naval Academy in this case. And I, I agree, there's not um, much we can do to overcome the character and leadership development of the first 18 years of life. But there's a lot we can do to really uh, fine tune and dial in these young men and women that are headed to be instance and second lieutenants and, and uh, leading Marines and sailors out in the fleet. Um, and so in an academic setting, we give them a framework uh, through through readings and video and great classroom instruction uh, with uh, not only fleet experienced uh, officers, but also PhD professors that come at leadership and character from philosophical and sociological angles uh, to give them a, a better underpinning and framework to, to make decisions that will affect uh, the way they, they conduct their uh, warfare specialties. Now, does that mean that one has to learn ethics from the ancient Greeks? Yeah, so uh, I think I'd have to credit uh, General Mattis, I think his credit was saying, um, if you want a new idea, read an old book. Um, you know, the the readings that have been selected uh, that uh, populate, particularly the NE two hundred three course, that's our uh, ethics uh, class. They're they're as fresh today as they were when they were written, and um, I think that the en enduring quality of some of those ideas and how they affect you know writers through the ages. It's important that in this setting, uh, at least once in their lives, they are exposed to them as we we build on what we would call a moral deliberation roadmap and give them multiple angles of thought so they can make uh, good decisions in the, in the gray areas. So it appears to me that many of the topics that your instructors and PhDs are teaching require thinking. You don't teach lessons that have really true or false easy answers. I guess that means that there's a lot of reading and writing going on. That's true. Um, there are not a lot of true and false answers. Uh, a lot of uh, you know a lot of thought required to to move through this uh, through this coursework. 
So there, there are certainly some places where right and wrong um, answers are applicable, you know, in, in terms of the, the framework that we're trying to build. But what we really want them to do is to uh, face certain scenarios and uh, try to move through there. Early on in the course, we, we establish a difference between uh, true moral deliberation versus a, a, a test of integrity. It's my experience that frequently when, when people think they're having a moral deliberation, they're actually having a test of integrity. They already know what's right. I think General Schwarzkopf uh, pointed that out in a quote that I will not accurately quote, but basically saying, most of the time you already know, know what's right. The hard part is doing it. So uh, in, the, in the moral deliberation roadmap or the MDR, we, we build on that uh, week by week to take them through uh, a, a number of criteria as they can work through a repeatable framework to, to make more liberation decisions. So how do you connect that leadership laboratory in Bancroft Hall with, with the academic pursuits that folks in Loose Hall in your division are, are putting on to the midshipmen? Well, you know, coming out of, out of COVID, uh, there was probably never a time when that connection was was weakened, you know, even more. In other words, uh, with all with so many academic pursuits being done uh, virtually, uh, this was a very difficult time for the midshipmen. Now, uh, under current leadership, as uh, as I work with not only the provost for the academic piece, but also working with and for the, the commandant to support his mission, we want to make sure that ties between Bancroft Hall and for those listeners that are not aware, that's the that's the massive dormitory complex that houses approximately 4,300 midshipmen all under one single continuous roof. And then Loose Hall, which is where the leadership, um, ethics, and law courses reside. How do, we, how do we make sure that those connections are strengthened? And one of the efforts that we're embarking on and, and hopefully we'll, we'll uh, launch in a, in a uh, studied way is how, how can we guide discussions uh, across the yard with instructors, company officers, battalion officers, senior enlisted, and then even in, in, in loose with our own instructors, how can we guide discussions and have topics that come up in a scheduled way so that in, in a brief discussion at the beginning of, of a class or a, a brief training period with a company officer, midshipmen are hearing the same types of things being discussed in a scheduled way. And so we're, we're launching on an effort to try to continue to um, hone that connection and synchronize some of the dialogue so that we can uh, no matter, you know, to put it this way, no matter which way a midshipman turns on a given week, they're hearing the same themes come up that support the efforts of what we're teaching here and in Loose Hall by leveraging the experience and, um, and the different um, viewpoints of, of other officers and senior enlisted that are, that are mentoring these midshipmen. Captain, remember, thanks for joining us on Radio Stockdale. It's good to know what the lead division is all about. And we're going to talk next time about humanitarian affairs and operations within the United States Navy Marine Corps team. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it was a pleasure, Michael. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Radio Stockdale, a series of podcasts produced by the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership at the United States Naval Academy. You can hear more podcasts at stockdalecenter.com slash podcasts. 